It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder see their franchise-high losing streak match. They've lost 14 straight in a row. But what happened in Philadelphia? Locked on Thunder coming up next. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunder Pod. Email the show, L-O Thunder Pod at gmail.com. Call into the show for 05362-7128. On today's show, brought to you by Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. We're going to dive into the Thunder's game against the Philadelphia 76ers, the Thunder signing a brand new player and important news regarding the losing streak, plus an update on Gabrielle Deck. But we start the way we always do with the game overview. And in this game, the Thunder were without Lou Dort. He was out with that hip injury. SGA, of course, out with the plantar fasciitis. Mike Muscala out with the ankle injury. Josh Hall still out with that knee injury. Tony Bradley was also out in this game with an ankle injury. And Gabriel Deck is still out. He's still not technically with the team. And we got an update on that situation. So with Gabriel Deck, the, the issue right now is, from Mark, immigration issues. That's what he told us today before the game, um, that it's just a matter of waiting for that process to go through. You know, the visa process, trying to allow him to officially join the team in the NBA with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so it seems as though that means that he's not only been in Oklahoma City, which was confirmed to us by Mark a few days ago, uh, but has passed the number of COVID tests he needed to pass and has cleared all that side of things, the COVID protocol side of things, and is now waiting just on the go-ahead from the immigration side of things. And we saw this with Taylor Maldon in the preseason. Remember that uh, he missed a few games in the preseason, the, the not the first one because he played in San Antonio, but the next two against Chicago he missed uh, because – of uh, immigration issues or visa issues, if you will. 
So we'll see Dak on the floor eventually. And Mark says that they want to put him on the floor as soon as he's able to, to be active. Um, so he'll be in the rotation. He'll be getting a, a ton of minutes, you can imagine. They're excited to see him in the NBA. We're excited to see him in the NBA. Just simply waiting on the visa issues that are just out of everyone's control. Kind of a wait and see type of game. For the 76ers, while all these players were questionable entering uh, the day, which was pretty funny, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Forkman Korkmaz all were active despite all being uh, questionable throughout the injury report. But Danny Green was out in this one. The starters for Oklahoma City were Tail Maldon, Kendrick Williams, Alexei Pokashevsky, Darius Baisley, and Moses Brown. And the Thunder also signed a brand new player. They signed Charlie Brown Jr. to a 10-day contract. Now, of course, this means that Justin Robinson is no longer with the team because his 10-day expired. And if you didn't know, you can only sign a player to, to a 10-day contract twice. And the Thunder had already done that with Justin Robinson. Therefore, they need a new player. And they got Charlie Brown Jr. on his first 10-day contract. And if you do exercise both of them with Charlie Brown Jr., uh, he should be the last player that they add because that should take you through the rest of the season or close enough to it to where you don't bring anyone else in. Uh, and Charlie Brown Jr., I mean, this again, this is an uh move. It's a 10-day contract. It's no such thing as a bad 10-day contract. And almost all of them will end in nothingness. But this is a, a interesting move because he's active right away, plays big minutes in this game uh, for the most part because of the blowout situation. He's a good shot creator. Uh, he has a very memeable name, so I love the name factor of Charlie Brown Jr. playing for the Thunder. Uh, but he's an interesting prospect. He was in the Thunder eye view or on the Thunder radar, I should say, in the pre-draft process. He did draft workouts at a St. Joe with Oklahoma City, and didn't catch on, of course, went to Atlanta. And now he's in Oklahoma City, and so they've had their eye on him for a while, and you might as well take the chance on him. He's a really interesting shot creator. You saw in this game how active he was. I mean, two steals off the bat in this game, and one of those steals led to a great transition offense where he gets the steal kind of in a jam, goes with a behind-the-back dribble, and a lead pass up to Isaiah Roby for an easy layup. And so you're seeing his activeness defensively, and if you ever watch him, I think that he might move more than anybody on the floor. He's always moving offensively and always moving off ball and trying to cut and trying to get open and trying to get good looks for himself and for others. And so he's a fun player to watch for. I think that he's a little bit more legitimate candidate than Justin Robinson was for an NBA roster spot. Of course, these are all long shots. Of course, there's a 0.1% chance that Charlie Brown Jr. becomes an NBA player in an NBA roster spot. But that was less so with Justin Robinson, although he played hard and I loved watching his energy. You know, the bottom line is Charlie Brown Jr. actually has some uh, NBA tools that, that he might be able to display in this limited sample size. Although I don't think anything will, anything will come from it, it'll still be more interesting to watch him uh, than most of your 10-day uh, possibilities. So in this game, the Thunder, they tie their franchise the longest losing streak with 14 losses. And they play tomorrow in Boston. Now, Boston will not have Jason Tatum, will not have Kemba Walker, so you're going to get a break there, but it seems very likely that you will surpass your franchise along this losing streak and reach your 15th loss tomorrow in Boston because this team looked very, very drained at the end of this game. Even with two days off prior to this, they looked very drained at the end of this one, and you're going to have to play again tomorrow night. It just does not seem like a recipe for success, and so you're probably going to lose 15 straight. But this was the first time in this losing streak that a game kind of felt blah and boring and just kind of felt irrelevant um, in this entire stretch, which is just a credit to Oklahoma City and a credit to um, the way that these teams played because it could have gotten boring a lot faster than it did. This game was the first one that's kind of sleepy, and you kind of didn't really care for it. But there were still some things to point out in this game. Philadelphia was just simply the most 
physical and, and, and more swarming team. And Philadelphia kind of showed their blueprint a bit of how to be a good playoff team. Obviously, they're going to play teams way better than Oklahoma City. But I like what Philadelphia does. I like what their concepts are. And I really am fascinated to see what they can do come playoff time. But the Thunder just lacked offense. Of course, you're missing SGA. You're even missing Mike Muscala and Al Horford. And you're missing pretty much everyone who was your source of offense at the start of the year. And so now you're down to Darius Baisley and Ty Jerome carrying your offense. When that happens, you struggle to score 90 points. That's kind of obvious, and we all kind of knew that was going to happen, especially against a defense like Philadelphia. In this game, Isaiah Roby played more of that five position, more of that center position without Tony Bradley, and he's gotten a lot better at the tip rebounds, and he's gotten a lot better at figuring out ways to, to counter a mismatch because obviously he's always going to be undersized. He's always going to be physically outdone, but he's finding different ways and finding different points of attack to get around that mismatch for himself and, and to counter that mismatch for himself. What he has to learn how to do, though, is give up sometimes. I mean, you saw that first foul, the foul on Dwight Howard. He had no chance of blocking that. I know in his mind, he wants to contest the shot. He wants to try to give effort. But all that did is get one of his four fouls, and he has to cut out these silly, meaningless fouls whenever you're seeing him every single game rack up these fouls that later on down the road would catch up to him. Whenever you actually want to win games and you might have your best offensive lineup and your best defensive lineup going small, looking back to last year's postseason, you saw that where your best lineup was whenever you went small with Baisley at the five. If you want your small small ball center to go Isaiah Roby, but he's now has five fouls, four fouls in the fourth quarter, you can't really play him anymore. He's going he's gonna to foul out and you're going to have to find a new, a new mismatch and a new best option for yourself. So he's going to have to learn how to corral those silly fouls because a lot of it is just that. A lot of it is just him not having the awareness he needs at this level. And hopefully he can grow into that throughout the rest of the season and throughout the rest of his career. But all in all, pretty solid game from Isaiah Roby. Again, nobody played particularly well in a game you struggled to score 90 points, but we have to figure out how to siphon through this and find something that was worth talking about on, on this game. But Isaiah Roby was interesting, and I, I'm fascinated by this offseason and, and what they're going to do with that three-headed monster of Moses Brown, Tony Bradley, and Isaiah Roby. It certainly feels like one of those three has to be on the move this offseason. Which one will they pick? We'll have to wait and see on that front. I think that everyone knows which way that I'm leaning on that one, but we'll see what Sam Presti decides because he's much smarter than I am. In this game, you also got good performances from Ty Jerome, from Darius Baisley, even from Poku and Kendrick Williams. And then you had a earth-shattering news drop before this game came out from Sham Sharania of The Athletic that the Houston Rockets are going to shut down John Wall for the rest of the year. We're going to get to that coming up. Also, the bet of the day coming up, the Moneyball pick of the day, and the MVP pick of the day, all coming up on this very podcast. So stay tuned for that. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Locker Room. Locker Room is changing the way that we talk about sports. Locker Room is the first audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms unlocked uh, for the Locked on Thunder podcast once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to every single day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, and post-game breakdowns. Of course, you'll also find me there. You can add me on Locker Room at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. So whenever you have the chance to chat with me, Thursday, 11 a.m. Central Time every week, we'll be there over on Locker Room chatting away about the Thunder. Be sure to join me again this week, Thursday, 
11 a.m. So go download the free locker room app currently available on all iOS devices and also in beta form on some Android devices. So go check that out if you're an Android user and you might have access to the locker room, you might not. Be sure to create your profile, link your Twitter account, join the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA group, whatever league you love for the latest updates. Follow me over there at Ryland underscore Stiles. Is that R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be notified every single time that I go live. I know you will not want to miss it. I'm planning again to go live this week, Thursday, 11 a.m. Central Time. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on the Thunder. I'll see you there. Locker Room is truly changing the way that we talk about sports. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. I also want to take the time to talk about our good friends over to Locked On NFL Draft because Locked On NFL is doing the draft right, folks. This year on the Locked On Podcast Network, it's partnering with the Draft Network to create Locked On NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from the Locked On local experts, as well as the Draft Network's regional experts, by subscribing to Locked On NFL YouTube page. Whenever you do that, you'll be able to follow along and watch live their three-day coverage of the NFL Draft. It'll be live in real time, three-day coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th through May 1st. Check it out, Locked On NFL on YouTube. I'll be in there hanging out, seeing what my Chiefs do in this draft, although I don't have a first-round pick. I'm still fascinated with what the first round beholds. So join me there April 29th through May 1st. We'll be watching along with the NFL Draft with the Locked on NFL YouTube page. Now let's get into this game. So we already talked about Isaiah Roby. Ty Jerome continues to be really good as a pick-and-roll ball handler, and he's doing it now in a multitude of ways. Before, he was really good at manipulating defenses and creating for others, right? You saw him and Tony Bradley work you know, the pick-and-roll to perfection and create a ton of open looks for Tony Bradley. But in this game, you also saw Ty Jerome do the pick and roll and be the driver himself and get the points himself on the layups. And you saw him where he was really good about sealing his body off from the bigger defenders and and allowing himself to get the shot off. So sealing off that defender and not having a shot get blocked for his craftiness around the rim, that will pay dividends because we already know you have to respect his three-point shot as he made four of them. So if he can add that drive aspect of his game, there's really going to be a hard time stopping him as a microwave score off your bench and somebody that can really truly lead your bench unit. So he has 22 points in this game, four threes, nice drives, nice passes, just an all-around nice game in a game of just crap for the Columbus City Thunder. Thydrum was really good in this contest. We'll see if he can do it again today against Boston. But you like the flashes you're seeing from Thydrum. Darius Basley, another player that's really good flashes. 
he had more chances with the ball in his hand. Now, I know he only gets two assists in this game. The box score will not show it. But he had more chances with the ball in his hand, and he really did a good job of looking off the defense and making the defense adjust to him. And a lot of the times, the defenses would, would pull to him. So he had a lot of gravity in creating space for others. Now, if those other people did not knock down the shot, it's not his fault. But he had that kind of gravity. Now, will he have that gravity whenever he's sharing the floor with better players? Probably not. Like, he probably would not have the same gravity he does right now whenever SGA returns or whenever you build better players around him. But the fact that you respect him on a drive basis is a big deal for his progression moving forward. And you saw in this game, he breaks out that Euro step around Joel Embiid. And we've seen him use that Euro step before plenty of times. And if you add that Euro step with that spin move, you're starting to build up for Darius Baisley, a really good repertoire of moves to get to the rim and finish at the rim, along with his great cutting ability. So you can really open up his offensive game because he can handle the ball. He can pass. He can get by you by himself and create space for himself. And that will allow him to create space for others. So if he can add that spin move with that Euro step and have two reliable go-to moves and is not as predictable, it's a big deal for whatever he wants to do. Because even, even the first step of the spin in the Euro at times can look the same. It's where you don't know if he's going to spin on you or if he's going to just take that foot back and go with the Euro step. So if he can play off of those two moves, it can really open up his game a ton. And in this game, you saw the great example of what Mark praises him for and what Mark is looking for in players. Mark is looking for versatility. In this game, he gets a rebound, and in one play, he takes two dribbles, gets the half court, and just bullets a pass through the defense right to Moses Brown for an easy dunk in transition because he's able to not have to wait on a guard. Mark and this team is not going to build a team that has a ton of rebounders who have to grab it and wait for a guard. They don't want to wait. They don't want to sit around. They want to go and push the tempo. And when you do that and you have the passers to do that, it allows you to create for others and create easy points. Poku in this game has great moments of playmaking. The beautiful drive into the lane, which this is a really hard team to get to the lane and get to the paint with, which is why the Thunder struggled a bit because you saw the last couple of games as our point totals got up, what was happening was they were pounding the paint and they were getting more shots inside of the interior of the defense. You can't really do that a ton against... Philadelphia, and that's how they struggled a bit more. But Poku is able to maneuver the defense and then get that suction onto him, dumps it off with a beautiful pinpoint pass to Moses Brown, who's the beneficiary a lot in this game, which we'll get to Moses Brown in a second. But Poku was able to show off that passing ability. And so it got me thinking about the future, which we'll get to in a second. But with, with one more thing on Poku, the box score again will not show it. The box score again is not kind to Poku. But he had... A great play also where he's dribbling in from the three-point line and creates space for himself off the dribble, gets a wide-open elbow jump shot, and he misses it. He has another time where he's filling the lanes correctly. He has proper spacing on a play. The ball swings to him. He's wide open. Maybe he rushes the shot a bit, and he misses it. Those two plays, while they will not go down as made points, while they will go down as missed chances, those two plays are part of that process I'm talking about. Whenever I say process over results in this season, it's the process of getting open shots for himself and creating for himself. It's the process of being in the right spot at the right time. It's the process of doing all those things correctly that eventually, for a 19-year-old, will all come together and will all add on to itself and will all start to fall for himself and he'll, able to, he'll be able to put this on the box score we're watching right now. Because if you're only watching the box score, you're not going to see it with Poku. But if you watch the game, you'll see how those misses are coming. Those misses are not coming on just wackiness and just... Bad shot selection after bad shot selection. They're coming off of just shots not falling, even though he did everything right leading up to the shot. And that's what you want to see. You want to see everything going right up into the shot. 
But with Poku and Basley, you saw them doing well in transition with the ball in their hands. And it got me thinking just how, how important the draft is yet again. Because every player in this top five that could be a franchise-changing guy, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jonathan Kaminga, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs, all these guys would complement your core of players, the core you've already established. All of those players would feed off of those guys and complement those guys to the nth degree, to where you wouldn't really have to change or adapt anything. You'd just be adding in another component and another good player. Because you talk about the drive and the dump-offs. Evan Mobley could clean up in that situation. Cade Cunningham can facilitate even more of those situations. Jalen Green and Suggs are incredible athletes and, and can help you get to the rim and can help you do those sort of things. And Kaminga could be the beneficiary of the dump-offs. I mean, he's not going to shoot the three ball very well, but he can use his big body and his big frame, his NBA-like frame, even at 18 years old, 19 years old. He can use that to his advantage and be the guy you dump off to. So, like, all these top five guys can really thrive in the system that you're creating in Oklahoma City, and it's easy to see that if you watch the games despite the 14-game losing streak. So it's exciting about that, but coming up, let's talk about Kendrick Williams. Let's talk about the Rockets shutting down John Wall. Let's do the bet of the game. Let's do the Moneyball pick of the game and the MVP pick of the game. But first, I want to tell you about a good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You probably couldn't work the internet properly. It was an entire disaster, folks. The internet would go out every single time your landline would ring. You would not know what to do. It was a mess, but you could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car will ever need. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars, nothing. And I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do is put my make, my model, my year into their database. And they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting time, money, parts on cars I cannot use, parts I do not need. It's that simple. It's that easy. I put my make, my model, my year into their database, and they're only going to show me those parts that are compatible with me, and I love them for that. So go to rockauto.com. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices on the parts your car will ever need, and whenever you go there, and they, how did you hear about us, Box? Tell them that Lockdown sent you, and they'll know what to do from there. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices on the parts your car will ever need. I'm going to say right now, but our good friends over at betonline.ag, you know that we love to bet on every single Thunder game. I've been telling you for a while but our good friends over at betonline.ag, and you're going to want to get in on this right now. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at betonline.ag. This week has a ton of sports action to go to as the NFL draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back with the first leg of the Triple Crown this weekend. Get all of this news, odds, and info on your sporting event needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all the UFC MMA action. Before next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sports news. Sign up today and you'll receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using our promo code Locked On. Do not sit on the silence anymore, and this is your chance to get in on the action. Do not forget to go to BetOnline.ag, your online sportbook experts. BetOnline.ag, your online sportbook experts. Tell them that Lockdown sent you with the promo code Locked On, and they'll hit you up with a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. You know we bet on every single Thunder game. I love betting on the NBA, but you can also bet on the NFL draft and everything in between. They seriously have a ton of props and they seriously have a ton of it content for you to bet on if you just love betting on sports. Do not miss out. BetOnline.ag. Let's see right now, better friends off the Lockdown Today podcast. The Lockdown Today podcast is my go-to podcast every single morning. 
because it gets me all the sport news that I need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Hosted by Pete Bukowski, he updates you on the latest news from every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Truly love Locked On Today because I get to wake up, put it on, and I'll hear all the latest news of every single sport that way on nights like tonight where I'm stuck in the MLB and the NBA and kind of in the grind of these two sports, I can still know what's happening with the NFL draft and with other things happening in the NHL and everything else in between. I'm able to stay locked on in the sports with Locked On today. Now let's get into Kenny Hustle in this one because Kenny Hustle, once again, just shows you exemplary effort and exemplary hustle, which you've come to expect. He's a high IQ player, and you saw that fast break charge that he drew. That's something that's very special and very talented. I know it's not a flashy play. I know that there's not really a box score category for it. I know that it doesn't feel like it wins you games, but in a few years or even next year, whenever you want to start winning again, that's the difference in winning and losing. That's the difference in possessions and points and in a two-point game. That could have just won you the game right there. Of course, this is like a 22-point game, so it doesn't really matter, but in a different reality, that's a game-changing play that Kenny Hustle does night in and night out. He has a well-rounded game, eight, eight points, Four assists, four rebounds, and just one foul with a scrappy defense. Now, he does have too many turnovers, but thinking into the future, he will not have that many opportunities with the ball in his hands to turn the ball over, so you kind of live with that for right now. But Kenny Hustle shows his talents yet again. Now, I want to get into this Rocket situation, and why should you care that the Rockets shut down John Wall? There's a lot of confusion um, about this pick with the Rockets and the Thunder. I mean, And if you are confused yourself, do not feel bad because... Guys like Ben Simmons and Zach Lowe have literally said on their podcast that it breaks their brain, the pick swap between Oklahoma City, Houston, and Miami. I've had people who are like respectable Oklahoma City media members ask me about the situation and not know themselves. It's very complicated, and I don't begrudge you at all for not understanding it. But to put it into simple terms, OKC gets the best three picks out of Oklahoma City, Houston, and Miami, unless the Houston pick is top four. If the Houston pick falls in the top four, then Houston gets that pick and Oklahoma City automatically gets Oklahoma City's pick and Houston's pick. Now, why does it matter that the Rockets shut down John Wall? And why should we be rooting for the Rockets to finish at the top of the lottery standings if we want them to fall in the lottery? Well, this is the part where people get confused by. So number one, you have to understand that this is not about pre-draft positioning. So even though the Rockets on the end of the year will finish in the top five and the top four of the lottery standings does not mean that they get their pick. This is post-lottery. And so when you, when you look at the numbers, here's what the odds say. So the Thunder will have a 47.9% chance of getting that draft pick, no matter if the Rockets are the worst team in the NBA or the second worst team in the NBA or the third worst team in the NBA. Like you're always going to have that 47.9% chance of getting their pick. So in this case, right, we can all agree that the Rockets and Wolves will be the two worst teams. Like, It'll be interchangeable. Whoever finishes there at the top or the second place doesn't really matter. They're going to be the worst two teams. We think of that right now on paper. So here's the difference in being pick number one pre-lottery and number two pre-lottery. So pick number one pre-lottery has a 47.9% chance of landing at five and cannot be worse than five. So all of your odds are on five. However, if they were to go back to number two and, and Minnesota goes back to number one, then you have a... 27.8% 27.8% chance at being pick five and a 20% chance of being six. 
Let's just put all those odds on five and give a all or nothing type of situation with pick five. And so that's why them shutting down John Wall and exploring their roster of their own and tanking themselves and trying for that, that top spot in the lottery odds. That's why it's so important for Oklahoma City and what it means for the Thunder. And John Wall has lost them games, including at Oklahoma City, by the way, with that terrible buzzer reader shot he tried against Lou Dort. He's not exactly been great for them, but he also has played good against Dallas and has beaten the Mavericks. So like he's gotten them some wins and some losses. It's kind of been a mixed bag a bit. And it does make them worse on paper to where it's looking like the, the Rockets might be able to get that top spot in the draft lottery pre-draft uh, lottery. And the, and the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves are playing a lot better basketball right now. They're on a one-game winning streak. They're four and six in the last 10 games. And now they're two games out of Houston, who's lost four straight contests. So that's a big team to keep your eye on. And you might as well, for me, put all that 47.9% chance of getting that, that fifth overall pick, put it all on five. Put it all on that instead of spreading it out between five and uh, six. I'd rather have five than six, and it really does make a big difference in this year's draft class. So we're hoping Houston gets the best odds possible because their chances at the first overall pick is still just 14%. The top three finishers, or bottom three finishers, how you look at it, the bottom three finishers pre-lottery will get a 14% chance of getting the top overall pick. And for Houston, they'll have a 13% chance at number two, a 12% chance at number three, a 12% chance at number four, and then... 47.9 47.9 of five, which Oklahoma City would then take their pick at five. So we'll see what happens with the draft lottery. But this is a step in the right direction for Oklahoma City to see John Wall get shut down. For the Thunder, you just lost 14 straight games, and now you sit still at five, and Detroit has won one game in a row. They just won today. They're three and seven in their last 10 games. They've won some games that you wouldn't really expect them to win. And then Orlando is in that third position. They have they're three games back of Houston. The Thunder are five games back of Houston. So you, by proxy, are two games back of the third overall seed uh, in the Tankathon simulator type of situation on these standings. Now, so it, the big thing here is, if you can make these two games, that'd be great because you want that 14% chance of getting that top overall pick. Now, again, the money says that Oklahoma City will finish five where they're at right now. But if you find a way to get to number three, that's the best you want to do anyway. Because the top three teams pre-lottery, or the bottom three teams pre-lottery, everyone look at this, will get a 14% chance at number one and a 52.1% chance at the top four. And it's the same odds for the top three. So if you can make up these two games somehow against with Orlando, that would be great for Oklahoma City, but it will not be easy. The Magic are terrible. The Magic are one and nine in the last 10 games, and they've lost six in a row. We'll see if they can do it, though. The only team I'm keeping an eye on from here on out is Detroit. Maybe... Just maybe you can upset Detroit in the sense of they win too many games and you continue to lose. Maybe you can catch Detroit, but my money would be on the Thunder being at five pre-lottery, and you just hope and hope and hope that you find a way to cash in in this NBA draft lottery. This is Locked on Thunder, the daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder, so be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. Follow along with the show. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the game against the Boston Celtics, will the Thunder have a new franchise longest losing streak or will the losing streak be snapped and they get a big win against Boston? We'll find out and recap it all on tomorrow's show of Locked on Thunder. Follow along anywhere you get your podcast from. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.